Welcome to On the Way with Tony Crisp. Each weekday, Dr. Crisp will be discussing biblical passages, people, places, and prophecies. Tune in daily to start your day right and deepen your understanding of how to better walk the way and enjoy the journey. Here's your host, Dr. Tony Crisp. Welcome to On the Way. This is Tony Crisp, and this is Podcast 132. Today, we're going to look at the fruit of the Spirit. The fruit of the Spirit, as mentioned in Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 and 23. If you'll recall, in our last podcast, we dealt with the elements of the flesh and the elements of the Spirit, and I shared with you that I would go through this passage and help you to understand the words and their etymology, their root meaning, and their usage in this passage and throughout the New Testament. Let's look at the passage in Galatians chapter 5. Verse 22 says, in contrast to the life that produces and the thoughts that produce the fleshly behavior, he says, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law. In other words, there can be no accusation of the law against this kind of behavior because this is exactly what the Spirit of God produces in the life. Now, lest you think this just happens and that we just say, Lord, fill me with your spirit, that's not the way it works. Now, that's an element of it. But in reality, we all have to come to the point to where we realize that when we are filled with the Word of God, then we will be filled with the Spirit of God as we put that Word into practice. The truth is in us, and when we know that The truth has found a root in our lives. It will produce the fruit of truth, which is the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Remember, there's the living truth. There's the written truth. There is the living word. There is the written word. Well, the Spirit of God is Christ in us. It is the Holy Spirit that produces Christ-likeness in us. In the Gospel of John, chapter 15, here is the background of this. Jesus said, Abide in me, and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. If any man abides in me and I in him, he will bear much fruit, for without me you can do nothing. Then he talks about the discipline that takes place when there is no fruitfulness. And he said, by this my Father is glorified that you bear much fruit, and so you will be my disciples. As the Father loved me, I have also loved you. And he says, remain in my love. If you keep my commandments, notice that obedience is always tied to experiencing the presence of God. In an earlier podcast, I shared with you what I had learned years ago. The grace of God enables us to have the presence of God. The grace of God, grace, God's grace, unmerited favor, and much, much more. But that's just the general definition. God giving to us all that we do not deserve in Christ Jesus. That grace enables us to have God's presence. But it is obedience to God's word that enables us to enjoy that presence. And so Jesus said, if you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my father's commandments and abide in his love. You see, God wants us to walk with him. And how can two walk together except they be agreed? And when a person walks in the fullness of God's spirit, 
and they follow him in all his ways and desire his best, stay in his word, living it out, then there is a spiritual fruit that's produced in every life, in every life that is walking like this. And the scripture says that that is characterized, that fruit is manifold, and it is characterized by the chief of which is love. And remember, Jesus said, now abides faith, hope, and love. The greatest of these is love. It is the source of all those virtues that follow, of all the fruit that follows. What is love? It's the Greek word agape. I love agapao, and it is a love that is based in the character and in the choice of the one doing the loving rather than in the attitudes or the actions of the one being loved. Now, let me say that again. Often it is said to be unconditional love. Well, it's true. It is that, but it's much more than that. It is a love. Agape is a love that is based in the character, in the very nature of the one doing the loving. It's based in the choice, in the volition of the one doing the loving, rather than in the attitudes or the actions of the one being loved. Now, this is the kind of love that God has toward us. And this is what the Apostle Paul was talking about in the book of Romans, in chapter 5 and verse 8. But God demonstrated, God showed God exhibited his love, his agape toward us in this, in while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. The Messiah died for us. Even though we were sinners shaking our fist in the face of God, God so chose to love us because of his nature, because of his character, that he died for us. Now, that is agape in its essence. It's not erao, which is where we get our word erotic, which is a self-consuming, selfish love that only seeks to please itself and pleasure itself. It's not storgos, which is the word that is used usually in the negative in the Greek New Testament in the sense that it has an alpha privative on the front of it, astorgos or astorgeo, which is the word that's associated with family love, what I call now. Natural love, the love of a mother for a child. See, it's not natural for a woman to destroy her child. It's not natural for a woman or a man to discard a child. It is not natural for a brother to not love a brother or a sister. In other words, it is just in the very nature of things that we love those in our family, but our sinful nature takes over and destroys families and destroys relationships. But the word storgos refers to that familiar kind of love. And as a matter of fact, in the King James Version of the Bible, which was a popular version, still is, but was a popular version down through the years with evangelicals over the last century, it is usually translated, astorgos is usually translated without natural affection. Now you know what that means. In the last days, people will not even be loving toward their children, mothers and fathers. Fathers will discard their own children. If there ever was a picture of our day, it is today. And then there is the word phileo. Phileo is a word, philos, comes from root word. When you trace it all the way back to its origins and its etymology, you're going to find that it has its base in pleasure. In other words, I will treat you well. And that's what love comes down to is action. It's not just a noun. It's a verb. And so phileo love is a kind of love that says, I will love you as long as I find pleasure in you. I will love you 
you as long as you make me happy. I will love you as long as you do something for me. I'll scratch your back if you'll scratch mine kind of love. And sad to say, that is the level of love of most marriages, even Christian marriages that I know of, because the moment those back scratching stops, then that's when the happiness ends. And that's when many times the marriage ends. But no, agape is a love that's based in the character and in the choice of the one doing the loving rather than in the attitudes or the actions of the one being loved. It's a love that says, I'm going to love you, not because of who you are, but because of who I am. Now, that's the fundamental fruit of the Spirit, and it's produced in the child of God, that it would control every child of God, because wouldn't our churches be a better place? Wouldn't our families be a better place? Wouldn't we be better people and more like Jesus if we loved in spite of others? Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they're doing. A love like that. Oh, how rare it is among Christians today. May God fill us with His Spirit and the fruit of the Spirit. For On the Way, this is Tony Crisp. Thanks for listening to On the Way with Tony Crisp. Tune in every weekday for information on biblical passages, people, places, and prophecies. Fridays are for your questions. Email your questions to questions at TonyCrisp.org. Then just listen for your question to be answered on Friday's podcast. That's questions at TonyCRISP.org. Thanks for listening and have a blessed day on the way.